fire away. And we're live. Uh, welcome to Water Mouth. Uh, tonight we have on Revival Fitness owner, or one of them, Dave Lima. He's the the man, the myth, the legend. I had to dress for the occasion. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, we're probably the two people that bug him the most. <laughs> we are by far the two people who yeah. bug the most. I will not and argue that. It's probably not close. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a couple in that in that line but you guys are you're the two that ask the most questions well you know <laughs> with, with Dave, I just like talking to you that's why that, yeah that's just attention seeking behaviors <laughs> I'm uh I'm not gonna dime the uh the, the person out but I was wearing this while I was coaching one day and someone was like uh oh, what's your shirt and I was like oh uh you know Dave fan club I'm a fan of Dave and they're like who's Dave and I was like Dave Lima and the person goes, is that an MMA fighter? And I was like, he literally owns the building you are in right now. <laughs> uh, I don't seek, I don't seek glory. So sometimes <laughs> I, I get it. That is kind of like funny though, that there are people like at the gym that don't know yeah. you at Kyle. Like that is interesting to me uh, as somebody who greets every single person that walks in the door. Like I can't imagine not knowing you guys, um, but I feel like. Not, I don't know if it's intentional or not that you guys kind of don't shove that down people's throats, so to speak. Like, I think I it, I, it, it's it, I think it's intentional for both Kyle and I. It's not a uh, thing like where we have to show everybody we're the owners um, because I think that's kind of like a controlling factor for some people out there. But like that, we just want to run a good gym and have them have a good experience for that hour every day uh, of their life, like so that it doesn't make a difference to us that they know who we are or not if they're having a great day at, in the gym then that's that's all that really matters so well that kind of like leads me into a question that i think uh like when i was when i got into crossfit it was literally just because i drove past the same crossfit sign every day and i was like well i guess this is what i'll do now and then that was it like and it wasn't until i was in crossfit that i kind of went to some other gyms and i was like oh like crossfit isn't just crossfit so like what how do you guys think you foster like something different at a CrossFit gym? Like one versus like what differentiates two cross like if somebody had one a CrossFit at gym A and CrossFit gym B, like yeah. Uh, so I think it, it starts at the top and like what the vision is of, of ownership um, and what they want to instill in in their gym, um, and then it kind of trickles down from there. You, you want to make sure that you have programming that people that is doable for people by the programming too um you know you can throw a 255 pound clean for max reps out there but you know there's very limited amount of people that can do that and then you start to lose your audience if that's the kind of thing you're going to do um, you want to make it so that it's scalable and and doable for everybody and when they come in they always feel like they have a workout that that they accomplish something um and then you know some of it is having uh, people like you two out there that are greeting every single person that walks in the door with a smile and letting them feel like they're part of the gym right off the bat. Um, I, I, I'll tell you right now, that is a huge deal because so many people walk in there shivering and scared that um, when they have somebody, a friendly face that greets them right off the bat, it, they're sold immediately on, on the gym. Hi, my name is Ashley. Do you want to be my best friend? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the first uh, like month I was there uh, after we took over, that was like, I watched you do that to like 12 different people. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> we have a personal greeter. You could go to Walmart anytime you want and you have a, a resume already built for it. That's right. 
Well, I, I actually do that because when I started CrossFit, and this was back in 2017, prior to your ownership, everybody was very nice to me. Like I, there was nobody who was mean to me. Like everybody was super nice, but I like was, I would do the 4.30 class and I came in at 4.29 and I left at 5.31 because I just didn't, like, I didn't understand the language. I didn't know what people were talking about. It seemed like everybody was like knew everybody. And I was like this orbiting situation. Uh, So once I finally felt like confident and comfortable, I was like, I never want anybody else to feel insecure to talk to people because once I may, I like just put myself out there. I was like, wow, these people are great. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of like where that sort of came from. And also they haven't heard all my stories. So that's great <laughs> for me. <laughs> I, uh, I posted a, uh, um, Nicole's comment. Did you sign up for the open next week? Cause it was like her first week. And I was like, Hey, did you sign up for the open? And she was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> you got her and she did it. Yes, she did. That's right. Um, well, and CrossFit has a, a tendency to have um, a reputation of being clicky, especially inside of gyms. I think that, at least in my opinion, I, I could be wrong and there could be you know a dozen people that tell me that I'm wrong about this, but I think that we've done a pretty good job of making it where it's not clicky. It is it all, all encompassing and everybody can participate in everything so that it it feels better every time you walk in there and you don't feel like oh that those are the the cool kids or the mean girls over there like you feel like you're walking into a group of people that want to see you succeed instead of want to break you down you have natural friend groups but they don't they don't compete yeah 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 i mean and that's inevitable it's like that's part of life too right like no matter what there's going to be people that are drawn to each other and that are are friends but I mean, being respect, respectful and like and supportive of others is, I think, the more important part. Um, and you don't have to go out and drink with them or, or you know, share a, a smoothie king with them, but you can still be uh, respectful and, and help them get through workouts. Yeah, there there were a lot of people who gave me, and it's funny because it has come full circle at this point. Um, like when I first started, one of my first goals was to like get pull ups, and now I have pull ups. Uh, but like, there were a lot of people who gave me guidance and support. And like, I have video of like my first, like kipping chest bar and it's like seven kips to get, <laughs> like, it's not, it doesn't count. Like it would not count in any competition, but there were so many people that when I posted that video were so excited for me, Yeah, I just felt like I was, I was the strong, like, it didn't matter. I was the strongest yep. person in the world at that moment. Uh, and I do think our gym does a great job of like giving that feeling to others, whether it's like a 10 pound dumbbell or using for the first time or, you know, a 250 pound snatch that they got for the first time. Like that feeling never should never change as you, as you grow through your yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's important to have that kind of community and, but it's also important to figure out if you don't have that kind of community and kind of weed out those people that are, are the negative, um, the, the negative people out there, because uh, you know, somebody's accomplishment is their accomplishment and you don't want it ever to be taken away or to be taken lightly because it, CrossFit's all about a series of really small accomplishments that end up being a giant accomplishment at the end, So, which is the, the life of fitness um, and yeah. staying fit and being healthy. Well, and it's and kind I've, of like, oh, sorry, go ahead, Michael. Uh, and I've never seen, and like since, um, since I've been coming, um, I've never seen more people excited to get better at skills as I have recently and it's become so apparent like people are really excited for pull-up day they're really excited for handstand push-up day 
and they're like pushing themselves out of their comfort zone and yep. then like really celebrating these wins. Uh, whereas before they might try it, they might not. And if they did, they might not even tell anyone because they feel like they should have already been at that level yeah. where we, we don't, you walk in the door as you are. And then our goal is to get you just to that next baby step every yep. time. One of my least favorite phrases in the, in the world that I hear way too often from people is I need to get in shape before I start CrossFit. I'm like, that is the worst mentality. And you couldn't be, you couldn't be more wrong. Like it'll get you here. I promise. Like, so <laughs> just get on the train and let's go. Well, uh, and like, it's funny. Cause like I said, it kind of came full circle now where like now I have members that are new and like, don't know um, bobblehead version of me. Like they don't count Ashley. So they think I've just been doing these things forever. Yeah. And I'll show them the video of my first attempt and they're like, Oh, Oh, you were bad. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so for you, like, how did, did you transition from like athlete to coach to owner? Was it athlete to owner? Like how did you become an affiliate owner? Well, so uh, yeah, that's, it, it's a, Fun story, and it, can't, it like you said, it's come full circle. Um, I started at Crofton CrossFit, uh, which is Revival Fitness now, so formerly Crofton CrossFit, and was there for uh, going on like three and a half years. And when I first walked in the doors, I found like I loved CrossFit from the second I started it. And in my head, I was like, I would love to own one of these and do this um, like as a full time job. Unfortunately, CrossFit isn't lucrative enough to <laughs> make you. Uh, rich unless you're rich froning um but um but i did know right away that i loved it and i loved like the way it made me feel and the the lifestyle helped me um to to choose um so there was an opportunity to start our own and um i jumped on it uh but I, when i first jumped on it i i was just handling kind of like the back office the financial stuff the business aspects of it like you know working with the landlords working with lawyers working with the county those kind of things um, and I got my level one and I just kind of slowly started coaching. It wasn't anything where I threw myself in. I let the, the experienced coaches start the, the process and then kind of just kept learning from them and over and over again. Um, cause coaching is all about, uh, learning every single day. Like there is every single coach can teach you something new that you've never seen or done before and that it'll click for somebody else. And that's the biggest thing for me is finding ways to communicate to athletes to make it click um so i could be saying something every single time and that athlete just stares at me blankly um but then i hear you say something or clep say something different and just just says it different and i say it that same way and then all of a sudden it clicks for them so it's you have to steal from every coach um and that's what makes you a better coach yeah. i had aria in class last week that she was just shadowing me and uh I've tried to give her cues and stuff to like just make her move better and move with like like proper form. And Jeremy was coaching the class, and I and I told Jeremy like beforehand like, hey, like if you have something to say to her, say it, but like don't spend time like spend time with the members like they're who's important, right? And uh, but he he said something and he was like, Aria, bring your hips forward, and and then she just like immediately did it perfect, and I was like, this bitch, like yeah. I'm trying to get her to move like that for a month. Yeah. <laughs> 
there's two things like you don't try to coach your kids or your significant other because uh, no matter what you say no matter how experienced you are they don't listen to you at all <laughs> um, somebody else comes over and says the exact same thing you just said and they're like oh i wish i wish you would have told me that before you're like well i kind of did but that's fine <laughs> glad you're learning it uh, yeah that's fair. <laughs> so um, one of the questions I, I wanted, I've been like wanting to ask you for a while is, um, so you came in and I remember, I remember when we first met you guys was at the Christmas party. And I remember thinking like, fuck, the gym's going to be like all different now. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, who are these guys? Um, Cause you know, we were used to a certain way we have we were we had a certain culture we were used to certain programming and you guys you know came in and changed things and yeah. like i i hindsight being 2020 uh i can't see it going any other way i'm so glad it happened that way but my question is how is it when you step into an already established gym one that you're like familiar with but you probably only knew a handful of people at that time yeah 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 well i mean Honestly, it was it was a little bit more nerve wracking than I thought it was going to be. And they, you had some people like so. I think people hate change, right? So it just that's just a natural situation for almost all humans. They hate change. Um, it doesn't matter if the change is going to be good or not; they just hate it. <laughs> like, um, and uh, so there was a lot of skeptics right from the start, uh, from when we came in. So it was kind of hard uh, at first to win people over. But I think as they saw us continue to reinvest in the gym with new equipment and programming and taking the programming very seriously, not that it wasn't taken seriously before, but like making sure that we explained our program and explained why we were doing things and not just throwing it on you and saying, this is just the way it is because um, giving communication to that says like, this is our thought process behind it. This is our vision. And this is how we want to run this thing. Um, I think people started to come around real quick with that. Um, and I mean, the biggest thing is buy people shiny stuff and they get really excited about it too. So. <laughs> well, I actually remember, uh, oh my gosh, when you guys took over, uh, I think I came to you, Dave, like week two. And I was like, the, the fuck, Dave, where are the partner workout Saturdays? And like the next week they were back. Like, but, and it was funny because I guess that is something that like is different gym to gym. But like I, and a lot of other members like look forward all week to like Saturday yeah. because me and Malcolm would always team up and like pre Malcolm, I always would team up with like a random new person. And it was like fun for me to meet somebody new. Yeah. Um, and it was how I made a lot of friends at the gym. So I was like, no, you're taking my favorite things from me. <laughs> and then you did put sa uh, Saturday partner, partner workouts back in. And I think Kyle like tried to kill us all. And, you know, burpee piss like i remember the workout it was pistol squats and burpees and of course like taylor and kyle are just like over there flying through the workout i think taylor has one glistening like bead of sweat <laughs> and she like looks like an angel from above like doing her pistol squats and i was just dying and i was like i was an rx athlete a week ago like one week ago i was an rx athlete and i am dying yeah uh, but it's like funny because it's you know just to to steal that from uh, Michael hindsight is twenty twenty, like I wasn't. I didn't create that phrase. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like wasn't an RX athlete though. Like, yeah, I was just like 
egoing my way through RX workouts and my skill level wasn't there. And you guys threw some skills in there that I didn't have. And all of a sudden I was a big crybaby. Uh, <laughs> and I like, but it made me work on those skills. Like, yeah, it really, it just took me to like swallowing my pride and being like, oh, I guess, I guess four years of coming in five days a week hasn't really done it for me yet. Uh, <laughs> well, the, I think but, one of the, the know, stigmas no. to break is RX athlete, right? Like yeah. the, everyone is different and in a different place of their fitness uh, journey. So like while clicking that button to be RX is fun, it's not necessary for you to get a great workout in and to stay healthy and to get stronger. Um, and I think that's one of the things to actually think about all the time. Um, you know, I often find myself scaling now because I want to move correctly and hit the stimulus versus like, ooh, I got to click the button. Because, uh, I mean, if I didn't move the whole time and I was staring at the barbell, but I got to click the button, it doesn't really mean that I did that workout RX. Like, I didn't get the stimulus out of it. Um, but I think that that's a hard thing for people to understand, too. And and then a lot of people love to do the things that they are good at and not work on the things that they're not great at. So it, you find people that they sandbag a little bit or they, you know, they cherry pick. And they're like, oh, you know what? I won't go in on Tuesdays because that's the day that they do snatches and I hate snatches. Or I won't go in on the days when they do handstand push-ups because I can't do them. Like, well, you'll never be able to do them that way. So congratulations. Um, but we just wanted to try to make it a every single day you could have something that you might not be good at or you might be great at um, and try to foster people can, to continue to come in with that aspect instead of um, thinking like, oh, I'm going to skip those days. And clicking that RX button, like you said, it doesn't make you any fitter. Um, I I went to uh, my mom's first gym, and I remember she sent me the workout the night before, and I was like, "This looks this looks easy." And then I was like, "That's probably a trap." Like, yeah. you know, and we've all been in. We've, well, we've all been there, right? So I was like, "This looks easy. This is probably a trap." And then um, I I got there and I did it, and and everyone listened listening that goes to revival knows I'm, if I am RX, I'm bottom of that RX leaderboard, right? Like that's just where I sit. I said the bottom of the leaderboard. I know it. My conditioning's not great. And it started with a, with a, an echo bike, but it, w it was like a different brand. It was a brand of fan bike I've never seen before. So I had no idea if it was going to be an echo bike or like an assault bike. Like I just knew it was a fan bike and I come off this fan bike and I'm the second one off and I'm like, Oh, I fucked up. And, uh, <laughs> And I get through the whole workout and I'm, I'm still second and I finished it and I was still second. And I was like, Oh, this programming. And I wasn't even like that tired. And then I was looking at it and I was like, this is something that we would have done rested three minutes and then done it again and then <laughs> done it again. And that's why I'm not tired. And yeah. so like, if I had, so maybe your cardio is better than you think it is. Maybe I'm going to still say it's not as good as it should be, but <laughs> But my, my point is, is like hitting RX there really isn't making me any fitter than scaling it here at Revival yeah. where I'm like getting my butt whooped. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a, uh, took, took Jeremy a long time to get that through my head and he's been preaching that at me for years. And I finally have been, you know, in the last year taking his advice a little bit and there's times I finish a workout and I'm like, like yesterday I did the, it was like the uh, push press, overhead lunges and like double unders. And I did a 25 instead of the 35. And, uh, <laughs> and I got done and I was like, Ooh, that was nice. I was like, I don't feel terrible. I don't feel dead. I feel good. I'm sweaty. And it was like just a good workout. 
Um, so, so the beauty, there is like beauty in scaling. And I think people like do forget that. And uh, I guess that's like another question I have. Cause when I started coaching, I had a little bit of, and I still do like, there's some movements I just like don't have at the gym. And sometimes I feel like, oh, well, geez, like, are people going to take me seriously as a coach? Um, and I just, I guess as owners, well, you guys, I mean, well, I guess it doesn't help that you're great, but like, do you, did, was there ever that intimidation for you guys? And like, and not only did you take over an established gym, you took over an established gym at, into COVID. <laughs> uh, so like that had to be a wild experience. Where, was there ever like doubt about that? Uh, whew, man, that was probably the most stressful, like six months of my life. Um, where I think I lost a, a few years of my life <laughs> during that time. Um, cause we weren't expecting to have to pivot and we took over a gym and, and had to make some corrections when we took it over, but we had only had it for three months. So just as we felt like we were starting to go in the right direction, COVID hit, shuts us down and we're like, okay, now we have to pivot and figure out a way to keep these people engaged that don't know us, don't trust us yet either. Um, and keep them engaged enough that they're going to come back when this is all over, which we had no idea when it was going to be all over either. They told us two weeks when it first got shut down. And what it, I mean, it ended up being like almost three months, really. So um, it was it was definitely one of those things where I lost some sleep, <laughs> lost some years of my life because of it. But um, I think that by continuing to like by running out the equipment, by continuing to do programming, by continuing to put stuff up on, uh, you know, like weekly workouts and doing the daily workouts with people, um, you know, we gained some some people that maybe would have quit if, if we hadn't done that and then gaining that trust. But I, that, I don't wish that upon anybody. COVID was, uh, as a business owner, was one of the worst things I've ever experienced in my life. Um, and and not because of the, the actual <laughs> disease itself, but because of the, what they were doing and forcing us to shut down. And, like, and even if you were operating correctly, you still weren't allowed to be open. So it was just, it was crazy. And a lot of affiliates didn't make it out. So. Yeah. And I mean, you still see the trickle trickle effect of affiliates closing now, which is more probably from COVID still because they just never regain those people back. Um, and we've seen it in our area quite a bit, actually. So it's, it's one of those things. Our gym is doing the best it's ever done. Our numbers are as high as they've ever been. Um, you know, classes are full. So we're, we're happy with where we are at this point, for sure. We have a, a lot in our favor. Uh, you guys have an amazing spot, that real estate being like oh. on three where people drive by it every day is great. Yeah. You're not like off in a little corner somewhere where people have to Google it. Yep. Um, and I think like you said, like running out the equipment as scary as it was, it made me, cause I, as most people probably know, it's just a member then, it made me be like, oh, wow, um, these guys are, are risking some some serious stuff for us. So um, I remember like having that conversation with Catherine. I was like, hey, as long as we can, uh, we have equipment, yeah. so as long as we can uh, pay our membership, let's keep doing that. We were in a good spot. Um, I, I wasn't afraid of not getting a paycheck at any given point. So, And I, I can't tell you how thankful I am for for families like yours and, and Ashley and Malcolm and, uh, you know, all the people that decided that, Hey, we're going to stick by you guys and keep paying uh, during this time. And, um, and hopefully you guys come out better on the other end. And, you know, I, I think we have, 
Um, but you know, if we didn't have people like you guys, I mean, we were, we were going to be a sunk ship very quickly. And I want to like point out that when you say like rent out equipment, you guys like gave us equipment. It yeah. wasn't, we didn't yeah, pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I had, like you gave, like we had a barbell, we had a bench, like we were, <laughs> we were able to do basically any CrossFit workout like in our, and we were in this, ugh, that's a whole nother story, the world's smallest apartment. Uh, but like we were able to do everything I got. I genuinely felt like my fitness uh, maintained like during COVID. And I think a lot of people, I still hear that at work a lot. Like since COVID, like I just never got back to it. I just never got back to it. And I think like what you guys did for the people at your gym, like I was in the same boat as Michael. Like I, our school shut down. We were back in two weeks. So it was like, I didn't miss a, I didn't miss a paycheck. I got her. I technically got a raise because I didn't have to drive to work. Uh, like, so I remember texting you and being like, Hey, as long as I can pay, I'll pay. Uh, yep. but I think we kind of lucked out. Like if you had like an LA fitness membership, like they weren't like here, taking elliptical. No. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, I, was, it was one of those things that we felt like was the right thing to do at that time. And like, we were on it all in it together. It was one of those first times in the, like that I can remember that everybody was in the same boat kind of like situation, yeah. you know? businesses were shutting down. So we're all in this situation together. Let's figure out a way to get through it together too. Yeah. And uh, I think kind of like circling back a little bit towards the the first question I asked, how, like if somebody was a perspective, like looking into CrossFit, how do they find the CrossFit gym that is going to rent them for free equipment and put on (laughs) Zoom classes for free and uh, do game nights for free during a global pandemic? Like, how do you find that community in, in the yeah. world of CrossFit? So, I, I mean, I don't know that that, that is findable right <laughs> off the bat, but, uh, you know, um, I think one of the big things for me is, one, you can figure out what CrossFit you want to do by uh, watching and seeing if coaches do the programming, because um, programming is a big deal, right? So if the coaches aren't doing it and they're all doing their own thing, like every single one of them, and obviously there's some that have different goals than others, so which is totally fine. But if all the coaches aren't doing the programming, then that says something about the programming right off the bat. Um, another thing to do to check the pulse of a, a CrossFit is come to their Saturday workouts and see how many people are showing up on Saturdays. And you'll see what the lifeline of that CrossFit is. Like if, if they're doing really well, it's, it's a packed house. If they're kind of struggling, it's like, you know, a few people straggling here and there. Um, and normally our three classes right now on Saturdays are pretty packed every single one of them, which is, it pumps me up so much on Saturdays. Um, but those are, those are two ways I always can, can kind of test it out and always just, I would say, try before you buy every single cross. Like if you're ever going to switch across to a CrossFit, go in and just see how, if, if there isn't Ashley, that's going to greet you as soon as you walk in and, and tell you how wonderful the place is. Like, or if there is, a, you know, somebody that is running you through the workout, because that's also something else that you're going to see. There's some CrossFits out there that they won't even tell you what to do in the workout. They just throw it up on a board and say, here's your workout. Three, two, one, go. And you're like, wait, what happened just now? <laughs> um, yeah, the first an MRAP, EMOM, MEDCON, yeah. MASHUP? Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I know what any of this means right now, and I just want to work out. Um, I think I'm going to leave. The first box were... I went to was so bad that it, it took me some time to like give it another try. Um, yeah. I've it, been to it, one like, before. They just had a yeah. running clock for the hour, like, and they were just like, "Here, there's the workout of the day." Like, it just threw it up on a board, and like, 
Go you ahead. Can off CrossFit.com for free. I'm like, uh, what are we doing right now? Like, yeah, it's crazy. Um, Michael, if you have a question, I have another question, but I can, you know, I'll just keep talking. So if you have a question, please go. <laughs> Um, I, I have one, but I'll wait. It's a good, okay. uh, it's, it's a good one to end on. So, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll um, so one of the things like the foundations of CrossFit is that is it is accessible for everybody, right? Like every workout is scalable, accessible, flexible, like that's, and that's my, as an occupational therapist, like my favorite thing about CrossFit, I can talk about that all day long that yep. it is meant for all walks of life. Um, and one of the things CrossFit talks about is to that philosophy, they want affiliates to be cheap to open. So they talk about like, it's very cheap to open a CrossFit gym. And then like, if you're running a good gym, you'll be successful. And I guess sometimes people like, I guess when I found out you could have a level one and then just open a gym, I was like, oh, like, well, that doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so like, what are... Do you truly think that barrier to entry is as low as what is the affiliate like a thousand dollars for affiliation five thousand dollars three thousand dollars annually like if you have three thousand dollars does that make you a business owner like <laughs> no so i mean if you think about that three thousand dollars is just what you have to pay crossfit to enter the market you still need a space and you usually have to come up with first and last month's rent and if like for instance for our place rent is not cheap because of where we are located um then you have to buy equipment and if you do it right like that's like another 75 to a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment that you end up having to buy or or have in your gym in order for it to be truly functional to the point like where you can have 10 person classes um you know 10 rowers that's already your that's ten thousand dollars right there for 10 rowers so yeah. i mean real quick the math adds up really fast when you start to do all that work um yeah. and of course rogue has got a uh monopoly on the on the market more or less because they've got the best stuff um so every single time you buy them you might buy and it might feel more expensive but it always it lasts um i learned early that you buy cheap you buy twice so you just might as well buy Rogue first and then deal, <laughs> deal with that uh, later on. Uh, it Rogue also sends Contra. a signal too. Uh, like when you walk in and you see like a bunch of the nice pretty Rogue stuff and it doesn't look like you're trying to like buy the cheapest thing it. off. Yeah. Like like I said, I walked into that, uh, my mom's affiliate, and it was an air bike I've never seen before. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I guess we'll see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's in, it's interesting to. I'm sorry. Like my cat is having like he's really enjoying the podcast right now. I like that. Um, he's but, like a fan club. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's funny. We drop into uh, a box near where my parents live, and every time we go in, it's like this equipment is like not used. Like it looks brand new, and I was like, it's almost like a little sad. Yeah. Like, and and it's funny that you talk about like a hundred thousand dollars right to open a gym because um, until I was a coach. Maybe, maybe like my like I didn't think about it as much, but people tell me all the time like, "Oh, we need more of this. We need like like I have any control over that," <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is fine. Like I think they assume I'll pass pass it along. But they're like, you know, if we just had like one more of this or one more of that, and I was like, I was like, we have. I mean, we have so much. We have a big space, and we have so much equipment that we don't have. We're running out of space to put it in. Yeah. Uh, so it is. It is funny, and like when I thought about when I was thinking about that question, I was like. 
you know, we think about membership being pricey, right? Like, like Planet Fitness is $10 a month. Like, yep. yeah, it is so much cheaper. That's very, very true. Um, although if you look at like those high, high end, like luxury gyms, like I know Merit is still like a hundred dollars. Oh month. yeah. Merit's over a um, hundred bucks. But if I'm also going into Merit and like wandering around and never loading a barbell the way I will here. Cause like oh, no. here, Anna had to save me the other day. I was bench pressing and I was like, I'm going to go for like 10 at 90%. And <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know. It was just an idea, David. Um, <laughs> it didn't pan out. Anna had to save me, but like I never would have had the guts to get as strong as I have gotten by myself. Yeah. And yeah. Like, so it's like, I'm, I, I would pay membership price just for that. But like the overhead for you guys, like our payment, one person's payment is like a drop in the bucket. Like I can spend $150 a month at Starbucks and not think twice yeah. about it. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's always interesting. People are like, oh, CrossFit is so expensive. And I was like, compared to that Peloton you never use or. But if you look at the Peloton, even then that becomes expensive. Your membership, your monthly membership is $45 a month. Your, uh, your payment on the Peloton, which costs you $3,500 is 120 bucks a month. And then now all of a sudden we're at a CrossFit membership. Like, Yep. right there so i mean and you're gonna get to vary it a little bit it's not gonna be ride the bike as far as you can again today like <laughs> be, you know you're gonna get to use your whole body instead of just uh just one part i have nothing i have nothing against peloton actually i think there's there's a place for it i just think that there is more to um being fit than just riding a bike or just running or just walking or whatever you mean That's constantly what... very movements executed at a high intensity? But it is like, I mean, this is the last thing I'll say. Uh, like the money that you pay, this is how I look at it. Like the money that I put towards my membership uh, was either going to go towards this membership or like my hip replacement in 20 years. Yeah. Or like the stroke rehab in 20 years. Like, I know that sounds dramatic, but like as somebody who worked at inpatient rehab, like I would see people who were young and should be healthy, like have a hip replacement, which should be like, you're up and moving the next day. And they were going to a nursing home and they were like 35 yep. because they were overweight and they couldn't take care of themselves. And, you know, their significant other couldn't help them because they, they couldn't lift them either compared to like, I had the 70 year old, he was like 70 something. Uh, and I only knew he was 70 something because I went into the chart to look. So I was like, mm, he cute. And he was like 73. Uh, <laughs> but he looked, he looked great. Uh, and he had a knee replacement that went bad, had no knee for like months. And but he was an avid cyclist and like an outdoorsman. Uh, and he was like getting up, walking around, hopping around on one leg. He's like, I can just go home. His wife came in. She was super strong. She was like lifting him out of bed. I was like, oh, yeah, you can go home. I was yeah. like, like, the amount of money I will pay to not go to a nursing home is a yeah. lot. Yeah. Like, it's is crazy. A lot. And, you know, it, it comes down to uh, even if you do get injured in your life, if you're in shape when you get injured, it's a whole different recovery. Um, and not that pregnancy is an injury, but like even pregnant women, like their, their births are 10 times easier because of uh, working out all the way up and all the way through their pregnancy. And they, the recovery after ha giving birth is easier because they've worked out leading up to it. Um, that's one of my favorite things. We've had so many people that are, work out all the way up until basically the day they give birth. And then, you know, they're back in as soon as their doctor will clear them like six, eight weeks later. 
and they're right back at it and they're feeling good, you know, um, two months later instead of two years later. Um, and it's because they had their body ready for this versus kind of just letting it go for a while. Well, and I think the mental aspect is a little bit different. Like um, the idea of getting back into the gym post-pregnancy is to get back to athleticism, not back to a certain size. Yeah. Like and even not talking about pregnancy, but just in general, like it's a very cool mindset, sh- mind shift, like set mindset shift, mindset shift. That yeah. is like pretty exclusive to CrossFit. Like yeah. I, and I tell this to everybody, like I joined CrossFit to lose gain, to lose 10 pounds and I have gained 30 and I feel better, look better and like my body better than I ever did. And I was never getting mad at Planet Fitness for $10. Yeah. No, like, no, I, I, my background was I played soccer and ran track in, in high school and college. Um, and when I got out of college, I tried the LA fitness gold gym working out and it just never worked. Like I just would wander around, I'd get bored, I'd do a couple sets and I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna go home now. That was fun. Um, or I would always do back and buys every day, or I'd always do chest and tries every day. Like it's all it ever was. And I was like, this just isn't working. Um, and then I realized for me, I came from a competitive atmosphere of my life. Like I always was competing. And then I also always had a coach telling me what to do every single day of my athletic career. I had always had a coach telling me what to do. So when I found CrossFit, I was like, this is what I needed. This is what it's about right here. Um, so it just, it clicked for me. Yeah. I, uh, I, I love when new people come in. So like, uh, earlier this week we had someone actually it was yesterday, uh, at, I was working out on my own and Louie was like, Hey, someone's been at the desk for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> and I look around and I'm the only coach not currently like busy. Right. So I go out there and, um, it's this guy and he's just asking tons of questions and, um, and he's debating, he tells me he's debating between us and orange theory. Right. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, <laughs> what are your goals? And he says like, exactly what most people say like i want to lose some weight and i want to keep the what my strength and i was like you'll only do one of those at orange theory man. Like, <laughs> and uh like i I'll sh- i show him the price sheet and i'm like hey if you have any sticker shock about this because like you know i i'm well aware you can go down the road and find a cheaper place to work out but there's a lot of stuff here that's included that you don't get at other places it's like you have you have coaches that care that's for one like if you wanted to pay for one-on-one training you'd be paying more than what you're paying here oh and now you're you have paying not four just to five hundred dollars a month if you exactly. do exactly and and yeah maybe i'm not sitting there watching every workout but you have a coach sitting there watching yeah. every workout and now you have multiple coaches who are invested in your in your progress on top of that and like i don't know um how many of us spend extra time when we're like, you know, not on the clock because we just <laughs> like being there. Right? I appreciate like, that. Yeah. Like I like seeing people do well. I like giving them tips. I, I like watching that, that PR and that first pull up and all that stuff. That stuff is rewarding to me. Um, and I, and I get to explain that. And then on top of it, you guys provide so much programming like there's no excuse to not find something and get better at something like 
no, I'm bad at gymnastics. Okay, well, we have a gymnastics program that you can do, like, come in and do. And, you know, there's all that stuff. And I'm like, that stuff is nickel and dimed at other places, and you should realize that. Um, yeah. The Olympic I mean, I think lifting. We, we want to give people what they need to succeed. Um, so in order to do that, you can't kind of uh, hold stuff back from them just to try to nickel and dime them. I think you, you'll build longer relationships by – giving them what they need and walking them through that stuff, then you will by saying, Oh yeah, you want that? Oh, give me another 30 bucks a month. And you, Oh, you want that too? Give me another 40 bucks a month. Like I, I think you lose people way faster that way than, than you do by saying, all right, here it all is. You look at it, you tell me what you need and what you need guidance on. And then we'll walk you through it. We'll always have a house wad for you. That, that never goes anywhere. And we'll, we'll always be doing strength cycles for you. That's never going to go anywhere. But if you want to get better in different aspects, Here's how you can do it. That's just on you to do it, though. I was thinking about this, actually. Uh, last night, I was uh, sitting and watching Ollie because I'm trying to not do more than two workouts in a day. So I watched other people work out for an hour. And uh, but I was like thinking, I was like, wow, like it is kind of cool that Ollie is part of our membership. And I was like, I wonder if Ollie was like $15, like if people would do it. And I was like, I bet you there are a lot of people who never would try it. Cause I think people feel, I think people are already a little intimidated to jump into the Ollie class. Oh, yeah. Like I've had people say like, Oh, that is for like the people who are good. And I was like, Oh no, no. Oh no, no. Like, you're like, the complete opposite. Not, yeah, like, <laughs> like, uh, you know, when I show people my first clean, they're like, uh, yeah. and I was like, that was all Jeremy. Um, but so like people will randomly drop into it and they'll be like, oh, I like this. And that's how I started doing Ollie. I was like intimidated and scared. And I was like, everybody here is cleaning 7,000 pounds and I'm on a PVC pipe. Uh, but I think by not having that being an extra paid service, like it broadens the scope of CrossFit for people. Like it's more than just uh, some barbells and a dumbbell for 60 minutes. Like teaching people to work on skills, I think is so much harder than teaching people to exercise, like yeah. getting that mindset of like, I want to become better at these skills, regardless of how it makes me look like, regardless of what I look like in a bathing suit after this, like, and it's, it is like, uh, like the fact, like when I finally overcame that 135 clean, like every friend I had listened to me bitch and moan about that for like two straight years. And I was, <laughs> I was like angry. Like I was not a good person. Um, and then, I've seen like, that version of you. But when I finally, <laughs> whatever, David. <laughs> like, I may or may not have taken plates off of her barbell before. <laughs> but like, you know, I went in yesterday and I was doing like 125 just for some like light reps in the warm up, and I was like, man, this this feels so much better than like, and we're you know we're going on vacation, and it like had occurred to me, I was like, I haven't thought once about like. Oh man, like I need to, I need to lose weight, and like I don't, I don't look good enough. I'm like, I can clean 145 pounds. I don't give a fuck what these people think about what I look like. like <laughs> it's, it's just cool. It's like a different, and I think you guys offer that to people through like not um, gatekeeping Ollie, not gatekeeping gymnastics work, not gatekeeping different, like even the yoga on Sunday that we have. Like it's, it's very cool of you guys to do that because you could easily charge for those things. I mean, one of the things that we like to do is give our coaches the uh, the ability to kind of do their own thing and run their own program, too. So, like, for instance, the the um, Grunt Work Fridays, like, Ashley came to us and said, 
hey, this is my idea. This is what I want to do. Um, and we said, awesome. Put it into effect and you run that and you own it. And that's what you've done. Um, and like and the same thing with Emily. Emily was like, I think that I want to start teaching a yoga class. And we were like, awesome. You put it into effect. You decide the time. You decide you know, when you can do it. And now it's done. And it, those are like two of our most popular classes now, too. Like, you know, they, they have 20 something people showing up to them every single week consistently. Um, and it's amazing what if you give uh, coaches the ability to take ownership of something and when they do actually take that ownership, like what can come from it. too? like it's it's really cool. Um, but those are things like I mean, yoga is necessary for people. And I wish I did it more because my body feels it feels so much better after I do it. And it's just uh finding the time always like it's always time based right like just always finding that extra hour to do something else um and sometimes i have to make the sacrifice like some for some reason my family comes before some of my athletic endeavors (laughs) (laughs) oh no the yoga if this is like a this is just like a psa if you have not taken emily's yoga class on sunday and you live in like maryland uh you should come to revival fitness sunday at 11 30 and I am a brand new person by the time I leave there. Um, and, you know, when I, I hurt my back, she was the one who like got me into yoga. And it really was like life changing inside and outside of the gym for me. So yeah. that's like a shout out to Emily for that. Yeah. She's the flow master. <laughs> <laughs> Different type of flow master, but she's a flow master. <laughs> All right, Michael, All right. what's your uh, what's your great yeah. question that we've been waiting on? All right. I wanted to know. If you have any inside scoop or any first thing like news to drop to us, we about anything coming in the gym. If not, that's cool. But I figured I would ask anyway. <laughs> uh, we we have a new clock coming. That, that, that's yes. A, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, I mean we we will always continue to reinvest. Um, that's one of the things that we take a lot of pride in is that. You know, we don't want you anyone to just feel like that they're just paying for nothing. Um, we think that we try to we, we try to over deliver, um, but we always want to reinvest, especially in our equipment, um, because some of that stuff gets beat on. So, you know, trying to uh, <laughs> Cassie wants a worm. I would actually <laughs> love a worm. Um, I, well, that, we would that, all love a worm. It's decided that could that could be in the future at some point, too. Um, we, maybe Cassie, maybe we can do that for you. Uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those things like reinvesting is one of the ways you can see if a gym how a gym's doing too. If they stop reinvesting, you start to get a, a equipment graveyard. Uh, you start to know like something's up. Um, and we try to get our equipment back up and running as fast as possible. Um, the the rowers have been breaking down recently, and we've been as soon as they do, like we're contacting Concept Two, and they're like. Hey, your rower just broke down again. So we're like, we work with them every single time, but it's, uh, it, it, nothing, I can't speak to anything other than a clock coming this week. Um, but there could be some, there could be some, uh, some big announcements in the future though. Ooh, you heard it first year. There yeah. could be a big announcement. There may or may not be one. <laughs> I think, I, I think in the next two weeks, you'll hear a big announcement. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. More CrossFit at CrossFit? <laughs> More CrossFit at CrossFit. That's right. 
We also actually were about to open up uh, another 5 a.m. class on Tuesdays as well because there were some there was a demand for that. Um, 5 a.m. is not my favorite time of the day, but I, some people like it. So it, when there's a demand for stuff, we try to give it to them. Me and Cassie did that for a long time. We did Thursdays at 5 a.m. and it was like a novelty. Like yeah. <laughs> it was like a, an, an adventure. Um, like I didn't, like I would like come home and I would need to like nap, like power nap and then go to work. I would fall, like fall asleep at my desk. It yeah. just, it was not like a sustainable thing for me, but it was so much fun when we did it. Uh, and we did bro out a lot after class, which was yeah. very fun. But, well, you know, what's funny is like when you're forced to like, that's the only time you can do it and you take your fitness and your, your health serious and that's when you can do it. And that's when you can get it in. And that's the only time of the day that you can. You find a way to make it feel like, okay, maybe this is when I need to be doing it. But yeah. um, 5 a.m., it, it always sounds so rough to me. <laughs> it is funny because I do, like, my my workouts, like, change around. Like, you know, my schedule has been not great. Um, but I was talking about that at camp uh, the other day. I was like, yeah, I, like, went to the gym before this. So I'm just, you know, my legs are a little, ugh. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, like, you work out and then you come here. And I'm like, well, I like never, I never, it never occurred to me to not do that. Yeah. Like never, never did I ever think like, oh, I can't work out at my normal time. So I'm just not going to work out. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm always a little mind blown. And I'm like, oh, like I know, okay, this isn't a general public thing. Okay. This isn't me thing. Yeah. Uh, or, no, but at 430 you know? when that alarm goes off, I, I, I do think that. But you know what? That's the amazing <laughs> part too. Like you just said it. We got a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that. Um, that. That's an amazing part too. Is like the the majority the more the majority of people um, are they they don't put fitness first in their life. Yeah. <laughs> you want it, Nicole? You get it, girl. <laughs> um, yeah. Me, me will Dave be there tomorrow. Over it. We're duking it out. <laughs> <laughs> I just we like all to be love able you guys. Coach A class. Um, no, the majority of people don't put it as a priority so that, yeah. you know, if, if they had to work and the only time they would be able to, to work out would be the morning and they just make an excuse that that's not when they're going to do it. Like yeah. that, that's their excuse. Oh, I had to work today, but and there I, are yeah. there's a lot of time to do it. And it's the accountability. Like it's the accountability that comes with CrossFit. Like even when I very first started under like the old ownership, like if I wasn't there for a week, I would get a text. Um, LA fitness has never texted me. Like. They sent me like a, a bill every month, uh, yeah. but they have never like texted me. And, you know, my car was unreliable. And even when I didn't know people, if my car broke down, they'd be like, do you need a ride? I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and even like 5 a.m., like if Cassie wouldn't have gone, there is like no way yeah. on God's green earth I would have been there. Um, and even now, like when I have to like Tetris my schedule to make it work, there have been like, I, like I worked out, I lifted this morning with like Kaylin and Lindsay and like, there were other people there and I was like, oh, this is cool. I can't wait to go talk to them tomorrow about, you know, we we're looking at like clothes or whatever, but uh, <laughs> it's just, it's, it is, it's, you can't get it anywhere else. I agree with you, but I'm, I'm a little bit biased though. I'm not, I'm completely uh, Switzerland. <laughs> like I, you know, take it or leave CrossFit, but, oh yeah. In September. <laughs> Uh, I won't oh. be joining you guys. Back in <laughs> I'll be there in uh, in spirit. 
Well, I'll actually get woken up because Ashley will set off the alarm anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> I, I can't. I put. I swear to God, I put the code in, uh, <laughs> right? But it's and it's always like the, the six a.m. people are like, man, they are on time. Like, there's nobody yeah. rolling into six a.m. late. So I'm there at like five thirty-five, setting the alarm off, and everybody's watching me, and I'm like, <laughs> this is the music today. Um, in fact, I just want to get police more involved in CrossFit. Yeah. yeah. That's like, that's, that's my goal. They'll walk in and they'll be like, this is a cool place. I have to stay. <laughs> if I have to do that by setting the alarm off once a month, so be it. Yeah. I've set it off twice. So I'm, I'm, you're not alone. I think almost everybody has. Well, the Jason's one time I set it off for... is because I just pulled the door to see if it was locked and I pulled the door and it started going off and I was like, it's going to keep going off until I put the key back in and <laughs> go to Oh yeah, JC's been there for a hundred years, and he still sets off the alarm very, (laughs) very regularly. So, all right, well, we won't keep you any longer because we know you have like a family and stuff. (laughs) Um, But is there any like last like things you wanted to say on this podcast you didn't get get to say? I didn't give you a good enough like segue to. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think that this was awesome. I love doing this. Um, If you guys are ever like in desperate need of a guest i can i'll always fill in for you guys <laughs> i uh i want to have i, I want to i'm gonna at least send an invite out to you uh kyle and taylor like w- once a month or once every couple months because i think it's a good way to engage with uh, the gym absolutely and we'd be happy to uh, all sit in and do it um i think you know the kyle and taylor working with them has been nothing short of just awesome because we're all like we're almost always all on the same page and if i could give any advice to somebody opening a crossfit it would be get yourself a tailor um because she does so many little things that people just don't even know about um all the time like you know she's fixing vending machines and scheduling newbies and um you know texting people that have dropped in like to to get them to to join so i mean she's made kyle my my life so much better by being in it so it's that's what that's what you need to start a crossfit is a, is a tailor in your life she's the person that i talk to the most yeah like, yeah i mean she's she's kind of the face right she she's there all the time and it like is accessible um and if if it weren't for her you know kyle and i would it would be 15 hour days for us because she takes so much off of our plate um so it's it's nice to to have yourself a tailor <laughs> that's awesome all right. Well, you know, I'll just talk forever if we can. Yeah. <laughs> That's all okay. I have. Thank you so much for coming on, Dave. This was, uh, was a, a lot of fun. Thank you guys for having yeah. me. This was awesome. And thank you for everyone for tuning in and listening. So, like, I, I appreciate that. The engagement helps. And, yeah, that's um, fun. Yeah. So, thanks, guys. And uh, have a good night. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys.